0: In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is red team versus blue team? Part one. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host Timothy D-Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is red versus blue team. And with me today to do that is Mubix, a.k.a. Rob Fuller. Mubix, how are you? Good. So before we get into this, and you wrote an article titled Friendly Fire that's on uh, medium.com. The link will be in the show notes. Um, talking about kind of the whole red team versus blue team. Before we get into that, though, I actually want to kind of define what a red team is and what a blue team is. So so what is a red team?
1: <laughs> so uh, there, I, you know, I could get into the specifics if I had a dictionary and, and a few Wikipedia articles in front of me. Um, just so I don't screw it up on the internet, because well,
0: well, you did, and
1: you did have that in your article, so true. Um, but basically, um, it's an offensive forth- force that simulates being offensive, um, uh, and so what that means is is a um, a set of people or individuals, or even simulated, you know, people providing an offense to a defense so that the defense can practice. Um, Now, what that means in computer speak um, really varies, actually. A lot of people have different definitions of what a red team does or is. You have, you know, you have VA people probably saying they're red teams um, just because it's a hot topic. Um, But, you know, I say that with animosity, but again... The, the whole premise of red versus blue, all that is is the fact that we're working together to make the defense better. So that's what a red team is. And then blue team is? Uh, so the blue side of things, the defense, is basically what that is, right? So anything that involves or is involved in defense um, of a base, of a... Um, like a military base or a computer network. Um, so if you have instant responders, if you have intelligence uh, people, if you have um, a CISO, getting them involved in in the defense is what really is the job of the red team, is getting um, the prospective
0: perspic- parties to practice when they can. Okay. And it's interesting that you said that it's all for defense. So red team is for defense and blue team is for defense. Correct. So I guess we could, we could really just get into your article, which is, which is Friendly Fire, which, which kind of goes through the red team versus blue team and how really it should be more of a collaborative type of thing. So, so what kind of prompted that article? So um –
1: what prompted that article is, is I saw something when I first got into really doing red teaming, um, it was, um, initially, uh, very, very black and white. I never saw or interacted with the blue side of things. I was so new. I didn't, you know, I wasn't on customer calls. I was never, never talking to anyone. Um, so I didn't see any of that. Um, when I went over to, rapid seven and this is nothing to do with their customer base it's just the fact that this is normal all across the board um i saw a lot of animosity both on the red team side and the blue team side and it got me really frustrated so i grew up in oregon and um as you as everyone knows everyone's a hippie in oregon so i <laughs> uh, i literally grew up as basically a tree hugger because i love the trees and you know uh Freaking Lorax is my best friend. Yeah, um, it's and I, I'm every time I ha- I ran into it when I was the red teamer or the pen tester um, going against a blue team, I'm like, and I I'd just throw up my arms and go like, same team, man, same team, and like I never understood why they thought that way, um, and then I started seeing, you know, the other, and, and I I felt fall prey to it too. So I'm not saying I'm perfect in this realm, but I do know that there's a problem and that's the first step to, you know, fixing things. Um, so I tried to fix it to myself as well, but I do see it a lot in other pen testers and red teamers where they throw that ego around. they, they assume so much like things are easy to fix um, that Oh, all you have to do is you know switch this registry key, and then you won't have a problem anymore. Why? Why haven't they done that in two years? These these kind of mindsets where you just have no regard for the actual troubles and and tribulations and and things um, of that a blue teamer has to go through to get these types of things fixed. Um, So, um, and. I thought it was just me. I thought it was just you know just the you know the things that I saw while I was at Rapid Seven. Then I went over to um, GE and their red team and their um, blue team work hand in hand. Well, I was on it, so we worked hand in hand with the blue team, and I saw a better way. And I saw you know that not everyone was like that. It wasn't all you know competition based, um, where it really didn't have to be. Um, so I started seeing it and started, you know, I worked there for four years, um, and I saw it across the board and I saw a lot more purple teamy stuff coming out, um, along those lines, which is, um, the collaboration of red and blue, you know, putting those two colors together. Um, so I thought, you know, when I got out, when I switched from GE to my new gig, that all that would go away. Or that that I wouldn't see the same stuff I saw back in while I was at rapid seven, and again, nothing against their customer base mm-hmm. um, but uh, I saw it again, and not 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 with cu- customers of mine but other you know other people I interacted with, and I was like, Is this still around and so I got really frustrated and saw it again and again and again, and got more and more frustrated, so I made this article because I th- I thought it was a I thought it was a gone thing, and now it isn't. So it gets it just gets it's a topic that gets me fired up. Like I I don't so for example, I had um, I had a customer one time while I was at Rapid Seven who one of his websites I could I found a default username password which is not uncommon, (laughs) Um, and and I was able to log in. And I was able to do um, uh, some just more digging around. And any web app guy will, guy or gal, will tell you, um, you start, you go to the authenticated side, and you start th- seeing things that you could do when you are unauthenticated that you might not would have, might not have found if you weren't. But I found this SQL injection, and I was playing with it and trying to figure it out. But they wanted daily updates, so I gave the daily update, and. They fixed the login, which kicked me out. I'm like, no, you don't understand. There's a SQL injection that's still here. I just can't see the results anymore. So I don't know if I'm, you know, you're you're, you're cutting my hand off to give you better results. Um, and they did it time and time again during this test. Anytime I'd find something, and as soon as I'd report it, they'd they'd cut my arm off on. On whatever the easiest fix was to get away with it, mm-hmm. um, and I, it just got me frustrated because they weren't they weren't really fixing their security. They were just, you know, making sure that I couldn't see anymore, and it can't really came across in the conversations that I had with them too. So, um, I mean, but it comes from both sides. I just want people to understand from the from the approach is that, uh, from the blog post that there is a better way. Um, and you know, it might not be called purple team, but just dropping the ego on things. And, um, and I think that it mostly comes from the red team side that has to do the helping because we have the least to lose, right? So whenever there's a conflict between individuals, um, People like to say you, you just become the better man or, or the better woman and walk away or whatever or fix the problem right? and eat what it is um, that you have to do. But in this scenario where it's red versus blue and defense is what it's all about, the red team side has to drop it first um, because the blue team has more to lose, right? So they are defensive I mean, they're defense, but um, they get defensive because mm-hmm. they believe that it affects their job. They believe that it affects their performance reviews. They believe that it affects how people view them, right? Um, and while while there are lots of people who don't see it that way and are great defense people, they're amazing people, um, there are a lot of people who are Relatively new or just, you know, all around not self-confident enough to handle the the kind of criticism that comes with a review of a red team aspect. And guess what the red teamers do? They just,
0: you know, rub it in their faces. (laughs) That's – in. Yeah, no, absolutely. So so speaking from a blue team's perspective, uh that's that's something that I've always been a little frustrated with is that it's okay you can come in and tell me this 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 and this broke, but I'm not necessarily getting information on how to fix it. Um and I can go search for it, but if if you know, and like you said, I think you're point with the blue team is that there are there are other are other factors that play into fixing something. Well, just go patch this. Well, you know I can't because I'm going to break a business process, and ultimately the business is the priority here. Um, that's not necessarily always the case, but it, there are other factors within an organization that need to be taken into account before we can necessarily fix anything. Right.
1: So another story is um, just on that that point is that there was a. Um, a SQL server that this uh, this I'm sorry. There was a yeah a SQL server with a sa blank password, and our results of our test. We used it as the result of our test to you know break into the the web app. Um, we are actually um, pretty well stopped from there, but we still had access to the web app and the SQL server, and and we thought that was a pretty bad finding. Um, what there was, but when we talked and you know when we gave our report. Um, Obviously, they're they're like, yeah, we know about it. We can't really do anything. We're like, well, you should still fix it. Um, (laughs) And uh, I got a chance to actually figure out and work with them because I was in we were internal red team at the time and figure out what it was. It was an appliance that they had to use for some kind of payment processing that required the SQL server, and they couldn't change the password on the SQL server um, because uh, it it was an application or an appliance that had to log into the SQL server. And the reason they made the SQL server in the first place was it was a better option um, for the application or for the appliance because... Oh, um, it had something to do with it actually being a worse security vulnerability because they had some kind of like ms sql server 2000 that they required to have as as the appliance sql server so at least they could patch the sql server um, if they ran it so appliance a has to have sql uh, and then the people using it for the card processing or whatever tried to secure it, but couldn't. So they, they moved the SQL server off at least. Um, so the result of that, how we worked to fix it was making the SQL server so it could only talk to the appliance Mm -hmm. and, and figuring out that, like, it seems simple now, now that I know how the architecture works and how, and what the, what the real problem was and the systemic, you know, issue, um, but as a, as a red teamer, all I knew was you know, SA, SA blank, and I was a, able to get in. <laughs> so, so learning all that and working with people um, has been the most rewarding part of being a red teamer. And I don't know why more, more people don't do that, honestly.
0: Um, so, so it sounds like we need better coordination from, from both sides, both the red team and the blue team. How, how would people start going about and doing that? So the first thing is
1: um, don't have your reports at the end of your pen test. So what happens is um, people have one, two-week, three-week pen tests or red team assessments or month red team assessment. And then they get done with it because they want the most time to have the the fun and hack stuff, right, during that time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they have to, you know, trudge through a report, which sucks. And I hate doing reports myself. Um, but that's the end of their time. That's the paid-for time allotted. Um, there's no reason or, or rhyme to going any further than that. You do the report, you send it off, and that's it. Um, but uh, what I've started doing and, and like to do is is getting the report out to them, you know, a day in advance or a week in advance or depending on the time frame, um, as most as more in advance as I can. Um, so when you do that, you actually give the opportunity to have a retest or, or work through them or talk to them about their findings and fix them or mediation period. Mm-hmm. And that has been really rewarding and helps to cut down on on the animosity that I get from the blue team side, right?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that that sounds a lot like other concepts within security. So we talk about, you know, circles and, and incident response is like a big circle. So it's, um, and I can't remember the exact name, but it's, you know, recovery uh eradication and then like um, or eradication and recovery and then also like feedback so lessons learned things like that Mm -hmm. Um, and so I like that idea and I think that certainly applies there where you're getting feedback Um, I know when I was setting up so we had I was tasked with setting up security in the SDLC process one of the things I like doing was you know the testing I could get done in a day or two these applications weren't very big but we always told them we need at least five days and you know the first two days was testing, and then the other three was working with the developers to go fix that. Yep. Um, and that worked really well, and they appreciated it because I wasn't just—it it wasn't like a fire and forget type of thing. Yep. Um, so I think that, and I think that's an interesting concept. Um, so I guess with that, I feel like if uh, you know, is that something that would then be built in? Is that something people need to start building in? Or like, I guess, how much of a freedom do people have to actually do something like that?
1: Well, I, so think about it. Most most red team assessments, um, the blue team side or or the defense side comes in and says, we need a red team assessment. PCI tells us we need one. Or we need a red team assessment. Our CISO tells us we need one. Or we need a red team assessment. We, we need to get better. Um, but it's very... I don't think I've ever had, not even once, had an engagement where, where a blue teamer or or the you know the customer, um, said, "I need a red team assessment. I need you to assess these three things. Um, I'm looking to find out what you know the risk is on on these set items, and here's your targets." Never, not once. Um. So what I think the defense side needs to do and and the red team side needs to pr- promote is a conversation on how best to use that time. So I actually just recently did a uh a password audit for for a company as part of the red team time that I had with them. Now, did I break into the domain controller? No. I uh, they gave me, you know, a username and password, promoted me to domain admin. And I did a password audit for them. It took me 45 minutes to do that. I then cracked a bunch of passwords, told them which ones were weak, told them which ones were good, um, which ones were the same, found a bunch of anomalies where they had um, passwords being set as the same thing. That entire process took probably three hours. Now, you can do a month-long pen test or red team assessment, and never get to that point, never have the pen testers get there. So why why is that? Why don't you get that you know that benefit out of doing a password audit um, during that red team time? Even if it's a week long, it's four mm-hmm. hours. Like, I think what needs to happen is the blue and red side needs need to better utilize the time that they're paying for, that they're getting paid for.
0: And that will do it for part one. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D. Block. That's D-E-B-L-O-C-K. Or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. Let me know what you didn't learn and we'll cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out my Patreon page at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash e-i-s. Have a good one.